All right, welcome to Letters from the Pen. I am your host, R&B singer Nakia. Our co-host D is gonna be a little bit late today because you know, she's running around signing checks. But anyway, we do have our special guest, Mikey D with us tonight, who is going to help me host the show once he gets up in here. But right now I'm gonna shout out some sponsors that make our show possible. And then of course, we will get into the letter. So, JRC Cleanup, no job is too big or too small. Amore Dior Designs, LHS Home Care, for all of your home care needs for your loved one in the New York and Tri-State area. Photography Got Next, for all of your photography needs. OG2 Entertainment, Kryptonite Haitian 420 Clothing Line. You can get all these links on the website, www.lettersfromthepen.com. We also have to shout out Humag and iFame TV, which you can catch letters from the pen every Sunday evening. On Humag and iFame TV. So we are going to get off into the letter. I see Mikey D's trying to pop in. He's having a little bit of trouble. So we're going to go on with the letter. And then when he gets up in here, then he can give his opinion. And we have a pretty juicy letter tonight for you guys. Hey, Mikey. Hey, hey, hey. What's going hey. on? Nothing much. How's it going? Everything is good. You know, I'm 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 not too computer savvy, so I had to figure it out. I, you know, I had to maneuver. Listen, you figured it out, and you got up in here at the right time because I'm about to read the letter. Okay. And it's a juicy letter. Okay. Cool. So you gotta make sure you pay attention, and listen to everything, so you can give your advice and we can talk about this put your lizard in your ears all okay right. so tonight's letter is is from a man and we rarely get letters from men i mean we we get them but we mainly get more letters from women so this is an interesting letter that i chose tonight there was a lot of letters to choose from so don't worry if you wrote in eventually we'll pull your letter to read it okay but tonight's not your night but tonight may be your night okay here we go dear letters from the pen I have been married to my wife for five years. The first two years of our marriage has been really good. The last three has been kind of rocky. We do have two small children and I still love my wife very much. However, my wife doesn't really like to have sex with me. We haven't had sex in the last year and a half. She does, however, prefer to watch porno. She won't tell me what the problem is. I haven't stepped out yet. The thought has been on my mind. Please help a man about to get blue balls. Ooh. Wow. I'm going to let you take that first, Mikey. You're going from a man's perspective. You take that first. Well, um, I could kind of understand where he's coming from. I mean, you know, being an older gentleman, I've been through a situation like that before. And, and, um, the only advice that I could give them is, is be patient, um, maybe let her be the aggressor and, and try something new. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you got to be patient. You got to be patient. She obviously ain't being the aggressor or nothing. It's been a year and a half. She's not even yeah, trying to make a move. Fact. You know, he that, that sometimes that could mean a, a red flag, too. Uh, you know, she likes porno and, you know, I, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but you got to check the sideline, too, you know. 
You know what I mean? But me personally, I would just be patient. You know, I give it some more time and, you know, try, try a different approach. I don't know. Like, I, I feel like, um, I feel like a year and a half is a very long time um, for someone like to kind of not be intimate with their significant yeah, other. Um, not saying that it can't happen. I mean, you know, because being sexual is a mental thing. So depending on, we don't have the full background of like what's happened, what's going on. We don't know. He, I mean, hell, he might've, he might've did something or stepped out that made her say, you know what? Mm-mm, it's a I no just, I just realized you said a year and a half. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not a, a day and a half. half. A year and a okay. half. Okay. He's, he's been patient enough. God damn it. But excuse my language. Uh-oh. But hey, whoa, year and a half. That's a long time. But, um, mm. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to stay silent on this one. So would you step out on your girl or your wife if it's been a year and a half? It depends, she on, the situ- it depends on the situation. Because, I mean, if I married her, I wouldn't step out. Point blank, period. He, he's married. Yeah, I, well, then I wouldn't step out, you know, because I married her. It, it's not all about the sex. You know what I'm saying? I don't think I would step out. I wonder if- he's- and I wonder yeah. if I actually had a conversation with her and, and figured out like what well, I mean it's so hard to answer this letter because and 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 on one side of things you want to say, okay, like bro, go do you or she might be doing something, it's been a year and a half, but then on the other side of things, they have two small children. Is it that they're both working and she, and she's tired, or is not that that's an excuse, she should still make time, but Or is it that he's done something and she doesn't want him touching her? Or is it that Mm -hmm. she's not in love anymore? Or maybe she's doing something and someone else is touching her? I mean, there's a lot of what if. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we gotta we gotta also take the did he give us the age? Because maybe she's going through maybe she's going through menopause. We don't know. (laughs) I mean, hey, look, that's a fact. That that's true. That's yeah, true. that's that's that, yeah, that's 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 interesting. That's a year and a half. Sheesh. That's a, I mean, look, women. It, I don't think it does not. I don't. Th- it doesn't take women a year and a half to go through menopause, though. Come on now. <laughs> I mean, let's be serious. Well, look, or maybe, or maybe, maybe he just isn't satisfying her and they she's just not saying that or they're not having a conversation i don't know or maybe something has happened and she's already out the door but she's staying because they have little kids it depends but what i would say sir if you're listening right you should probably sit down and have a conversation with your wife and say listen like what's going on i mean because i can't believe you stayed silent as a man for a year and a half having those kind of needs and not saying anything or have you been stepping out and that's why you didn't say anything? Hmm. He probably been stepping out. No, he said, but he said he didn't want to step out. He said he hasn't yet, but but the thought crossed his mind. I'm sorry. Uh-uh. No. Mm-mm. No. But I mean, if you're saying no for a year and a half, the thought is going to cross your mind. See, you just got to fight the temptation. That's what I mean. He has to be patient. But a okay. year and a half is a long, long, long time. We, we don't condone violence at Letters from the Pen, but if it was me, he would get a two-piece and a biscuit. I don't care. I don't even think about it. I see. Okay. 
I'm definitely leaving this one alone. <laughs> Listen, I don't know the world. I mean, who? I mean, there's so much going on. That's what I'm saying. Like, I wish like this dude would call in or give us, you know, some more information because it's hard to kind of give him advice without all the information. But the best thing to do is right. probably have a conversation and try to get on some common ground. Because if it's going to yeah. be a situation where she's not giving you what you need or maybe you're not giving her what she needs, there's there, there's really not a point to be there. You guys are just wasting, you know, time. And that doesn't make that's, sense. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a Yeah. But I wouldn't advise you stepping out on her, though, because, you know, it depends on the kind of woman you have. Because if you got a woman like me, I'm attacking. Sorry. Not that I condone violence. But if it was me and he tried to step out on me, I'm attacking. Period. Right. I'll, I'll ask <laughs> questions later. Hmm. Shoot. Mm-mm. But anyway, if anybody wants to comment on the letter, have any questions, call in 888 uh, call and give your opinion. You can call and talk shit. We don't care. We're here for it. I'm ready tonight. I'm revved up. So let's get with it. We here with Ooh. Mikey D. That's right. We in the building. He sounds like he's ready for some shit talking too. Since yeah, he likes the, you know right. rap battle and everything. So know that I got I got my energy drink. I'm ready to rock roll. Well, I can't battle rap with you because I can't rap. But um, <laughs> that's, that's it's all like. good. I, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't battle rap anymore unless I'm provoked. Unless I'm hmm. provoked, then hmm. we're gonna have a problem. So, what? Who's the last person you did a battle rap with? The last time I battled, sheesh, I, I don't even know because I still do it randomly. You know what I mean? But not. It's not where it's publicized or anything like that. I mean. The last familiar battle I had, um, sheesh, I, I, I can't even tell you. Because, I, like, I battle randomly. Like, if somebody introduces me to a younger guy or something like that, and they think they're all that, without let, letting them know my history, I'll call them out and I'll just battle. So the last time I did that was actually at work. You know what I mean? Because I, I do the nine to five thing for Pepsi, you know, and... um. <laughs> You know, we got some guys that come in the break room that, that do their rap thing. So I never tell nobody who I am or what I've been through. So, yeah, that, that's about it. But as far as a, a familiar battle, it, it's like back to the seminar. Got it. So real quick, just introduce yourself to those who don't know who you are. Some of the younger cats might not know who you are. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm Mikey D the original Mikey D, because there's a thousand of them out there now. Uh, I used to be with a group called Main Source. After Large Professor uh, pursued his solo career, I was down with Main Source. Um, I was down with a group called the L.A. Posse, not from Los Angeles, but from Queens. Um, I also won the 1988 New Music Seminar, Battle for World Supremacy. So, you know. You got to uh, Google that and you'll see, um, you know, close friends with LL Cool J and, you know, um, one of Queens. I'm like a, a, a Queens legend. I could say that literally, you know. So that's that's about it. And I'm still here, you know. So 
speaking of LL Cool J, right? So, you know, yep. some articles floating around saying that he stole your style and this and that. So what's up with that? Where did that come from? Well, I heard that too. But see, now you're going to hear it from the horse's mouth. When I first met LL, which his name was Jay Ski. I met him as Jay Ski. I met him at uh, Roller Castle. We were supposed to battle and stuff like that. But like, instead like of battling... The roller skating ring? Yeah, it was a roller skating ring in Elmont, Long Island, Queens. I mean, Long Island is right next to Queens, so it was right there. It was one of the places we used to frequent on, on the weekends and stuff like that. But um, so we were supposed to battle, but we just compared notes, you know what I mean? Just rhyme. He rhymed, I rhymed. Now, I was one of the youngest dudes that was getting popular at the time because I was out in the parks and everybody, every, the group that I was with at the time was called the Clientele Brothers. They were already established and I was on the come up. I was a young dude. Now, when I met Todd, he had the same exact growl as me already. So our cadence and our flow was already similar when I met him. So there was no way he bit from me. You know what I mean? So... That, that just, the, the reason those rumors started coming out is because we were together so much that, you know, when, when he came out first, people expected us to be together. And they heard him on the radio first and everybody thought it was me. So they, you know, they assumed that he stole my style, which is not true. And me, I also fed the drama because that was my MO. I was a battle rapper, you know, this, that, and the other. And, um, yeah, so I can't say he stole my style, you know, because like I said, when I first met him, he was already dope. He already had that cadence. And us hanging together so much, you know, some of my flow might have rubbed off onto him and vice versa, because that's when you're a rap partner, you have to rap to compliment your partner. You know what I mean? So that's what that was all about. There was no no biting. I wouldn't say that. Okay. So, so you guys are like, you guys are like good friends. Real good friends. Yes, absolutely. You guys still good friends today? Or is that like, we good friends. Yes, we are. We good friends now, but it it took me to stop drinking all of those 40 ounces a couple of years ago to, to, you know, be a man and apologize for all of the drama that I was feeding. You know, I was, I was feeding it like, you know, and everybody loves a little bit of controversy, but at the end of the day, I was only hurting myself by doing that, you know? But um, yeah, we we cool now. We back to like we were when we were younger, you know? We both grown, both mature, and, you know, I understand now. It's just back then, LL already knew what he wanted. Like, he, he was about his business, and I was about the streets. So that's where the path split, you know what I mean? And I'm satisfying the haters in the street by feeding this negative energy about this dude, why he's taking care of his business. You know, it is what it is. But, um, you know, I learned a lot from that. All right, cool. So what projects are you working on now? Because I know you have, you know, some things in the works. Well, I got Yeah, I got a few things. Um, I'm about to re-release an album that I dropped a couple of years ago called Day of Destruction. I, I did some um, touch-ups on it musically and sonically. And um, I just felt that that album, I released it and I didn't have the proper promotion behind it because I expect 
directed the distribution company that I was dealing with at the time to take care of everything, still not fully understanding the business. You know, so it was kind of a wasted project. But um, now that Rob Schwartz from Humag put me in a position to whereas I could be my own boss and, you know, basically take control of my own music, I understand how it goes. And with his tutelage, you know, I'm, I'm about to re-release that because it was a great album. I mean, you know, we have features from Cannabis, Man, Craig G., Big, you know, things like that. And I just thought it really needed to be heard. Um, besides that, I also have a project with uh, Lush One from uh, King of the Dot. Hey, and Lush was on the show. Lush, uh, we're going to work on Lush it. was on a show Monday, Monday night. Oh, cool. Very, yeah, yeah. Lush cool is my man. Yeah, I love him. I love him. He's a, he's a, yeah. And he's a great talent, you know. So, we have a project together. We're going to work on an EP and we're going to let uh, Phantom of the Beat, which is Hosh G from the UMCs, we're going to let him produce it and we just go and get busy because we felt, you know, he's from today's battle rap era and I'm from a few generations before. So we figured, you know what I'm, and you know, the name of my label is Pass the Torch. So it's only right, you know. So yeah, we got some good things to work. And then after that, I'll probably work on a book and a, and a, um, a soundtrack to the book, you know, Mikey D, the man, the myth, the legend. Okay, sounds sounds like a winner. Sounds like a winner. So we're actually gonna get off into one of your songs, and then when we come back, we're gonna chop it up some more. So okay, cool. We tell me we're gonna play talking that. Beep. So talking that. Um, <laughs> talking that. Sh- I titled it that because I was, I, I'm, I'm the type of person that moves in silence. So people really never know what I'm up to. So I talk that, shh, I'm quiet about it. But at the same time, you can take it as talking that, that doodle, you know, talking that crap or whatever. But lyrically, that's what I'm doing. I'm talking that, but I'm moving in silence at the same time. So, and I like, with this particular record, this is one of the first releases under um, Pass the Torch distribution. And, and Rob Schwartz was like, man, listen, I could put it out for you, but you should put it out on your own and I, I'll help you. And I was like, all right, let's 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 do that. So talking that ish is just, uh, you know, old school boom back, up to date lyrics. And I had to bring the element of the DJ back. So that's what we did. All right, so here it is, Mikey D talking that, shh, or I like to say beep. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> right here on Letters in the Pen Radio, and then we'll be back to talk to Mikey D some more. Let's go. Hit me. I'm at your door like a Jehovah Witness, so focused and still on that sober uh-huh. They asking me why I didn't go and get it. It wasn't my time. Now please get over it. Yeah, I've been reckless since adolescent. Testing me one on one is like making a bad investment. Facts, and I'm keeping that mad aggression. You can sit me down with smack and I'll teach him about a lesson. Yeah, you will never be in my pedigree. You better be the blood of a king, not a celebrity. 
Uh, Cause I'm a man of integrity. I'll give everything that I'm owed, inevitably. Come on. I bring the heat to the streets and you press repeat when I speak through the beats. I leave them with no time to cheat. That's right. And I ain't write a rhyme in weeks. Come on. The facts I'm ill with no factors. I kill them with tactics. For whatever the Rapping, like I'm the number one rapping, when I'm talking that yeah, shit. Yeah, if you a fan, then man, you understand my story of how I came from the sand to be a man of glory. Uh-huh. My whole hood is stand for me. You ain't gotta ask me if I'm good. It's mandatory. Yeah, the main topic when I drop it, I'm a giant. My name holds weight. Yours is microscopic. I'm old school and still got it. My product ain't the in Stop. Yeah, now let's speak longevity. You're weak. Every day I get stronger than you'll ever be. OG don't mean that I'm elderly. Out of touch with the culture? I could never be. Yeah, so don't compare me because I'm legendary. Your top five that are alive is secondary. I could prove it if it's necessary. You want to do it? Hit my secretary. The I'm ill with no factors. I kill him with tactics. For whatever the Rapper on my back like I'm the number one when I'm talking that I used to hear the wrong people in my ear Had me feeling kind of weird, wasn't equal to my peers They used to doubt it when the people scream and shout it And the funny thing about it, I could see through it for years Yeah, so I did some real planning Every time I came through, they was in the field scrambling And now some are panhandling And after 30 years, let's be clear, I'm still standing And I keep coming with it, they stuck, acting like I'm the one who did it. Well, you are. And I'm not apologetic. Leave the microphone alone, go get some college credits. Dead it, ain't gonna edit, cause I already said it. It is what it is, and if it be, then let it. I left and never shit it. Mikey D, the best who ever did. I'm ill with no I kill him with tactics. For whatever the happens. On my back like I'm the number one. When I'm talking that shit. I'm ill with no I kill him with For whatever the Rapper On my back like I'm The number one We're talking that Welcome back to Letters from the Pen. I'm your host, Nakia. And we got Mikey D here with us. And I we forgot just heard... about that last word, my bad. Uh, you'll, be, you'll be all right. No, no, nobody's going to die. Just, just oh, a baby okay. curse word. Okay, um, cool. So that was his song, Talking That. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Dope. I mean, you know, it, it's... um. It's just like that real classic, you know, hip hop that, you know, was real hip hop. Right. That's, yeah, that's why, I, you know, I tried to take it, you know, because I, you know, I can't talk about, I think I've expressed myself to you before. Like, I really can't talk about what I'm not, like, as far as, I can't talk about what the, the, the young guys are talking about because I just don't do that. I can't talk about how much money I got because I'm, a regular nine to five, you know, let them think that. But anyway, you know what I mean. <laughs> At least are you getting COVID pay? <laughs> oh, yeah, we get that. Come on, I work for Pepsi. That's like a corporation. So, you know, we good. So you need to send me some Pepsi because um, like cherry Pepsi, though, okay? 
That's because that's what I that's that's what I be using the function with cherry Pepsi. All right, yeah, we'll make it happen. <laughs> we will. I'm not playing. Drop a big case of Pepsi at my front door. That's it. Give me the address and it's there. <laughs> on the phone right now. Call some of my constituents. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you my address off air because I don't want people showing up at my doorstep to beat me up over these letters. Not that okay, I, I got you. All right. <laughs> yeah, now. So what other big accomplishments have you had in your throughout your career? Well, I did Soul Train, which is which is pretty dope. Um, nice. Don Cornelius. Don Cornelius. But see, at the time that I did Soul Train with Manny and Sauce, Don Cornelius had just began getting sick. So at this particular time is when he had different hosts every week. So the week that we were on, the host was uh, John Witherspoon, rest in peace. Ah, oh, wow. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah, so, and yeah. I know the next week it was Tashina Arnold, which was is from around the way. But um, yeah, that was that was pretty big. Um, prior to that, prior to that, we hosted BET's Rap City, and I was like one of the first rappers to freestyle live on on air. You know, editing my curses and all of that. You know, I was one of the first before the basement before. 106 in Park, I was the, you know. Um, I got a, oh, well, it's in Rob's office. I have a triple platinum plaque because Madonna sampled our song, What You Need Is The Source, and she gave us writer's credits for that. So, nice. You know, and plus her signature looks better on my ASCAP checks, you know. <laughs> but, um, um, being the, the 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 winner of the new 1988 New Music Seminar, which I got the big the big belt, you know, and um that was a that was one of the greatest accomplishments as far as being a battle rapper, you know, that was dope. Um, I mean, there's a lot of other things that went down, but I just look at it as like everyday everyday life, you know, some you know, but those were the major accomplishments. But I, you know, being on Soul Train, that's that's a great accomplishment because a lot of artists don't have that chance anymore, and they will never know what it, you know, what it was like to be on Soul Train and to watch right. those dancers go down that Soul Train line, and they'll just yeah. never know, you know. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to do it. I wanted to go down. Yeah, you should have gone. That was dope. Thank you, leg down the line. You should have went on and did it. Yeah, I, I wanted to so bad, but they wouldn't let me because I couldn't dance. But it would have just been cool. <laughs> Listen, a lot of the people couldn't dance going down the Soul Train line. Yeah, that's like, true. It was, I don't know, like, there was a, um, I think she was Chinese with, like, long hair to the floor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she used to just be doing anything. It was a regular on there. Right, right. I, rem- yeah. I know who you're talking about. People was doing the robot, the stanky leg. Doing, do, do, doing the worm? Yes. On the ground? Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, I mean, it's a shame that that show is gone. Rest in peace, Don yeah. Cornelius. That was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That opened a lot of doors for a lot of African American entertainers. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so that, that was dope. Yeah. So speaking of freestyling, do you want to be the first um, rapper to freestyle on Letters from the Pen? Hey, it's up to you. I mean, we could, we could right. do whatever. I'm going to give you a topic. I don't, I don't freestyle like that no more. No, See, I used listen, to listen, listen, don't be a baby about it. Don't be a baby about it. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a topic and then you freestyle about it. Okay. Let's see. I shouldn't do it to you, but I am. Okay. Freestyle about roaches. Roaches. <laughs> and not the kind you smoke. I was gonna see, that's where I was going with, but I don't, I don't see what it is with me. Listen, let me, let me, let me break down freestyle because a lot of people get freestyling and off of the top of the head rhyming confused. Now, what you want me to do is off of the top. You give me a topic or you show me an object and, and I just rap about it off the top of the head. A freestyle can be anything from off of the top of the head to a written rhyme that hasn't been used prior. Me, I'm a writer. The only time I used to off the top of the head was when I drank those 40s. I don't drink anymore. So if I, if I off at the top right now, it's going to sound corny. <laughs> I don't want to be corny on your show. <laughs> okay, look. I'm going to let you freestyle right now, but you got to write me a song about some roaches, okay? And then... I will do that. What? Yeah. Come on, you know my turnaround time is pretty quick. I'll write you something about some roaches. <laughs> I will definitely write you about both roaches, just because I owe you. You get, okay. get one and you get one free. No, I don't want a roach. I want you to write so free. I I ain't got roaches in my house, so I don't want one and one for free. I'm going to rap. Oh, okay. But I'm a, I'm a rap about a roach smoking a roach on the approach because he was ferocious. <laughs> something like that, you know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, so go ahead and do your freestyle. Oh, you just want me to rap? Don't ask me for a beat because usually D do that. I don't a... Oh, I got something pretty cool for you. Look, it's the way you're looking. It's killing me. Okay, here you go. <laughs> stick them. Ha, ha, ha. Stick them. Killer on the loose. I'm looking for my next victim. Should I wait for you to point them out or should I pick them? Or should I act like Rakim and let the rhythm hit them? Spit venom in them less than a minute. Have them spinning while I'm grinning in the getaway car. Revving the engine. You messing with the flamethrower. Who is it? Destruction. Game's over. Intense when I'm in the presence, because I'll intimidate and I'll eliminate these peasants. Set them free and have them flying with the peasants. I ain't old, I ain't new. I'm the future and the present. Resident Evil, if I see you try to disrap, I'll run you off the stage, snatch your mic. Let me get that. I turn up off a new or old track. I burn it up. You learn what? Hold that. In charge, because I ain't living large. You can represent the Bentley while I'm rolling in the Dodge. Got a bunch of grimy ski mask, camouflage. Turn the corner in the Bentley and that ass is getting robbed. Couldn't stop us with the Glocks or the choppers. Police and helicopters. This is not cops and robbers. New York Knicks, Harlem Globetrotters. Brooklyn Nets, my brother Hope got us. 
Q-bubble, too thorough, couldn't fall back. A pioneer and a legend and I'm all that. Tell the president I'm busy, he could call back. Already got my tax return. With them all at the truth, my trans the old booth. I got a million dollar smile when I shine the gold tooth. And I'm blessed with giving youth. Don't call me old school, just call me living proof. Poof. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> you did that like you was the shit, like poof. Yeah, poof. Like the floor. Okay. <laughs> I know you got a little bit. You got a little bit of skills. Now I gotta go brush up on mine. All right, cool. Let's get it. Let's get it. Next I'm time we'll, we'll, we'll battle rap. Next time, huh? Next time we'll battle rap. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I gotta write me a song first, though, to do that with. But I got you next time. I got right, you. Man. So, all right, let's get back. Let's let's get back to some of the questions. So at what point in your career did you feel like you were at your hiatus? Probably at my highest point, at my apex. Yes. Probably probably right now. Really? I would say right, I would say right now, because I'm not a quitter. I rap from my heart and not from my pocket. I'm 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 like I have my own, like I'm in charge of my own destiny now. I run the company. I'm the artist on my company. You know what I mean? So it's like right now I'm happy, I'm sober, and I understand business. You know what I mean? So now is the time. I never let people get me, um, what do you call it, uh, uh, discouraged because of the age. When they try to put an age on you know, the hip hop genre. I, I don't I don't deal with that. You know, because uh, uh, day. Right now. Well, I think um the industry in general tries to put an expiration date on everything, not even just in hip hop and R and B and pop. They, they, they try to put an expiration date on everything because they create this uh, illusion of what an artist should look like and what they should be. And to be honest, right. in my opinion, those artists that are made, and when I say made artists, I'm talking about artists that have no control. You sign right. a deal, you're going to dress how they tell you to dress. You're going to sing what right. they want you to sing. You're going to go where they want you to go. You're, your persona is going to be what they want it to be. Right. And I think when that happens, the label actually ages the artists themselves and um, creates this arena where it's it's like okay if you're not 18 to 26 and you don't you're not half naked and mm -hmm. you're not doing this and doing that like you're done and that's just not the case right right you know the way the, the industry is now you don't really need a label to put stuff out anymore exactly exactly you know exactly Especially like when you're doing it from the heart and you're not worried about a check, it comes so much more naturally and it's you enjoy doing what you you're doing. It's not like you have to really, oh man, I gotta get this money so I have a deadline and I have to make sure it's up to everybody's liking. You know what I mean? The type of music that I write and, and what I record is the type of music that I wanna hear 
in my car when I'm driving. You know what I'm saying? And what people seem to forget is there's a lot of other people my age and some even older that still appreciate the music that I listen to. You know what I'm saying? So we, what are we going to do just because the industry wants to put a cap on the, um, the artists we're supposed to leave this audience out? Nah, somebody has to service that audience. So why not be me? Busta Rhymes is still doing it. Busta is one of the greatest rappers alive. And, and he's, you know, he doesn't get the credit for it, but, you know, he's one of my peers. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, you know, when you're doing it from the heart and not the pocket, it, it, you know, it'll definitely work. That's, that's true. But I mean, like, again, the way the industry is now, nobody can be tamed. People can put out what they want and do what they want with it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I wouldn't, um, I mean, look at artists that, that are like um, the OJs and, you know, from that era, the DeBarges, they're still, they're still doing, doing still that thing. doing that thing. And, Back in and arenas, appreciate- Right. And see, but see with the, with the other genres, unfortunately, hip hop isn't like that. Hip hop tries to erase the legends instead of embrace the legends. You know what I'm saying? They, 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 they don't want to like the other genres, they respect their elders and they, 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 um, they thank and salute them for paving the way. But our people, you know, our, our genre is like, uh, like, come on, how can you forget about Nelly Mel? But How she, could you forget about Grandmaster you know Cass? You know what that is, though, right? That's, That's because it, it went no, corporate. No, I don't. I don't even think. It, I don't even think it's it's the corporate world that's attempting to forget. I think it's these new up and coming rappers that come out with this certain persona that have a chip on their shoulders and they think their shit doesn't stink and they think who they are and they just create that whole you know, I don't need nobody, drug money, hoes, this, that, and 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 that's what they create. So I don't necessarily right. think it's the it's the genre itself. It's the up and coming artists that are in the genre. I mean not all of them. There's still some out there that show right. respect, but there's a well, lot of them that don't. That's a fact. But see you also gotta think, well they gotta think like this. You didn't just wake up and say, you know, you you were gonna start rapping. You got inspired and influenced somewhere before that. And then the person that influenced you got influenced before that. You didn't just wake up and create this. So you got, eh, But I mean, know. listen, here, here, here's the thing though, right? When you, when, you, when you take into account, right? Let's just say any Joe Schmo, you take a young knucklehead that's in the street selling drugs. Right. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm talking about they're, they're moving, they're moving. Yeah, and, they, and, they're, and they're running around with pockets full of money and cash and they just throwing money away, paying people to spend their stuff to do this and that. There's nothing no one can tell them because they, if that instant fame goes to the head, not realizing that just because you have instant fame doesn't mean you're going to have longevity. There's, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. And I'm going to say that again, especially for those that are listening. Just because you have instant fame doesn't mean you're going to have longevity. Yeah, that's right. Well, a lot of a lot of the younger artists, you know, I'm not trying to take anything away from them because I'm not a, one of the bitter older guys. But a lot of the younger artists aren't in it for a career move. They're just in it for the temporary bag. They want that bag. They want that fast money. And that's it. They don't care about 
tomorrow or you know what I'm saying? As far as rapping, they don't care about none of that. As long as they get that bag right now, they're good. You know what I'm saying? But here, you know, here, so, here's, hey. here's the thing about that bag too. You you gotta understand, you gotta be smart, right? Get yourself a financial advisor if you don't understand numbers. Because you can you can yeah, go yeah, and yeah. get a bag, right? But who cares hey. if you got a bag for ten million dollars and you just running around spending money frivolously on stupid stuff right. and you Right, right. And building that money. So it's not always about, oh, let me go get this quick bag and now I'm the shit because I'm running around and I got $10 million. Who gives a damn? You can have $10 million all you want. If every week you drop in 10 grand here, 100 grand here, 300 grand here, how long do you think that 10 million will last? And that's that. Exactly. Exactly. See, and that's, that's, what they gotta understand. That's exactly what they gotta understand. But that's the you know? problem. Nobody, nobody thinks in numbers. People are are taught through the media to be what the media is. But guess what? You're you're, you're watching these commercials and you're seeing people drive around in Lamborghinis and they have a beautiful Model S woman on her arm and and it's so it's La La Land and a big house in Malibu. But guess what? You're striving to be something that is probably not impossible to reach, but very hard to reach because these are things that are made up and created. You see women walking around like they're so picture perfect and and young girls are striving to be like that, but then killing themselves and starving themselves. And guess what? That woman was not picture perfect like that. She went and paid some money and got her body sucked and plucked. And so you're striving to get to a place that is impossible because she wouldn't have surgery to look like that. Right, right, right. And the same thing with, you know, the artists, you know, flashing all of that money and driving these fancy cars. A lot of them are rented. The jewelry is rented or sometimes even fake. Sometimes the money is fake or it's the label's money that they have to pay back. And these guys are so hard headed. Like there are artists like myself that are older that want to give a helping hand to the younger cats, but they don't want to listen. Like, I'm one of those people, like, don't make the same mistake that I made, man. Try to do it like this. I'm not telling you how to write or what to do. I'm just, I don't want to see you make the mistake that I made. You know what I'm saying? But they just don't want to listen. They're like, oh, OG just want to tell us what to do. You know what I mean? Nah, man, we trying to look out for your best interests, you know, but hey, it's all good. I mean, sometimes, you know, That's the torch. That's all. Have to genuinely learn on their own. And as I always say, for any artist like looking to get in the game, you need to know you need to be smart. You need to know the business side of things. It's not you're not going to wake up, go in the studio, record a song and and think you're going to blow up overnight. And, oh, let me just give it to this radio station. It doesn't work like that. There's a lot. Right. Of well, that's what footwork recording is the easy part. Right, that's why they call it show business. Ten percent of it is the show, ninety percent of it is the business. So you got to make sure you show business when you're dealing with this game. You know, if not, it step all over you. You know what I mean? A lot of these artists will just sign contracts without looking them over, without having lawyers look them over. Then you end up in a bad deal because you saw some number, some numbers on a paper. And say, oh, they're going to give me $100,000 up front. I'm about to sign this deal. And, and they don't know. know. 
They don't know so the you, difference between right. a, a bonus or an advance. Exactly. You know? Do your homework. Mm -hmm. You got to know because then later on when, when you think you did your job and you think you about, you about to go do something, that label's not, you're not doing nothing. That label's not going nowhere. Um, yeah, that 100,000 advance, you 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 had Otis five um, albums. You only put out one. Um, that album didn't do too well. Uh, it kind of flopped. So we're going to shelf you and you're not going to be able to move unless you buy yourself out of your contract. And I don't know where you get a million dollars to buy yourself out at. So you better go get a nine to five. <laughs> that's a fact. Yeah, that's a fact. Understand the business side of things. So... What was the greatest lesson you learned um, throughout your career? The greatest lesson that I learned um, is basically to just pay attention, you know, because um, I like I was young, you know what I mean? So I couldn't be controlled. I wanted to do everything my way. I didn't want to take advice. I didn't listen. Um, I was one of those guys that just jumped into contracts, not paying attention to it. F a lawyer, I don't need a lawyer because I'm from the street. I got a crew that didn't work. But, you know, that was the most valuable lesson I learned, to pay attention and just, just you know, humble yourself and pay attention. That's it. Learn. Learn from the mistakes because your mistakes are the most valuable teacher. And that's exactly what I did. I learned from all of my mistakes. I would never do that, you know, whatever me up before I never even look at that path again so learn from your mistakes and, and that's that it's a part of growth you know absolutely absolutely so we're going to get off into another song by Mikey D and then we'll come back and we'll chop it up some more so we're going to play cool. talking to him talking to him did I say that right talking to him talking to oh, him talk, talk, talk to him oh there you go boom talk to him talk to him yeah that's a joint, you know, just giving y'all a little, a little, a little background, you know, a little, you know, a little background of myself. All right. So you guys are going to hear it right here on Letters from the Pen. Talk to him by Mikey D. But if it's beef, let me know And if the drama's older than you, let it go Let's reminisce about this shit that I did Back when I was a kid When Mark Miller did the bid My struggle was to bubble And be the sickest fitter in the hood And always stay away from trouble First they love you, then they hate you Some are real and some are fake And I'm the type that everybody can relate to It's been a few since my last interview If you ain't rocking with me, then it won't get into you Those who stuck with me, up with me Those who didn't got cut like a buck fifty Swiftly, no in betweens. Step to boom bash and get stomped to smithereens. Living in Queens wasn't always what it seemed. So what the grass was green didn't mean a thing. Had to sleep one eye open in the peephole. Snitches get stitches and ditches. Street cold. In these streets, it was hard for you to reach goals. Nice on the mic, and some was nice with the free throws. I occupied time by rocking fly rhymes or hanging out with Nana, shopping five a time. Some judge but couldn't budge me. Either hated me or loved me. If we ever had a battle, I would do him something ugly. Infatuated with the freestyle flow. Pass me a 40, a mic count to three, I'll go. If you heard it in the park, that was me out though. From Eric Boulevard to the 
Apollo. I rock bells with LL. I did well with clientele. Like my man Nas said, it ain't hard to tell. I've been around since day one. Reinvention of myself is how I stay young. Lay in the cut, they recognize me. I just play dumb. They know a goat when they see one, wherever they from. I demand my respect. You want a droid? Better be your hand signing my check. Welcome back to Letters from the Pen. I'm your host, Army Singer Nakia. I am manning the ship today because my co-host D is out running around paying some bills. But we are here with Mikey D. And if you're just tuning in, you're kind of like towards the end of the show, so shame on you. But you can go get it on replay everywhere. You know, iHeartRadio, Apple Music, you know, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. But you should have tuned in from the beginning, okay? But anyway, so great song. Thank you. Great Um, Like I said, it gives me, it, you kind of, you know what, too, speaking about Busta Rhymes, it, it kind of has like that Busta Rhymes, a little bit of ZMX in there, a, a little bit of Wu-Tang sound in there, but it's all, you know, that era, but it's right, right, right. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. That's Thank a good you. thing. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see what you and Lush and Haas do together. Fan number to be. Can't wait to see. I can't wait. As yeah. a matter of fact, I'm gonna send you a single that Lush and me already did. That Phantom produced. I'm gonna send it. Keep right. talking. I'll send it right now. But we can't <laughs> play it. No, I'm gonna send it when we're done. I'm gonna text it to you. All right. You, you send Fire. that to me. You send that to me. Fire. All right. I can't wait to hear it. I can't wait to hear. It. So when you guys plan on dropping that? We we leaving this one up to Rob Schwartz, so I, I, I'm going to let him, you know, maneuver this one because, you know, his time and his strategy is just off the chain. So I'm gonna trust him with this one because it's special. Okay, you so know? I'm gonna so have to call we'll him up Rob and put some pressure on him and see what he got yeah, to put over there I, at Human. Yeah, 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 definitely. You know, Rob always got something going on, so we gotta, you know, we gotta put all the time. <laughs> Fly the pressure. Right. That's right. So check it out. It's, get him in the headlock. Well, well, I'm only five feet. I don't. I have to get a chair to get up there to do don't that. Don't worry. I got your back to put you on my shoulders. <laughs> so if anybody wants to buy, stream, like download any of your music, where do they find it at? Well, I'm I'm available on all streaming platforms. You know, Spotify. Every one of them, all of them, <laughs> you know, just um, type in the real Mikey D or Mikey D, the original, and all of that should come up, you know, YouTube, wherever you, wherever they stream, I'm, I'm there. Thanks to Rob Schwartz. So don't be acting like y'all, y'all can't find it because y'all know y'all got iPhones, so you can get it on that Apple Music. Yes, yeah, If fact. you got a 
Android, get it on um, Spotify, go to Tidal, uh, Amazon, right. um, Amazon MP3. Everybody goes on Amazon, so don't act like you don't. Don't act like you can't find it. Right. Yeah, we Let's just stop. Okay, it's like when you're on Amazon and you're trying to buy you a club outfit, go on and just slide that in there too. You can buy it all at the same time. Okay, yeah, and we know what, we know y'all got your stimulus checks and y'all got fourteen hundred dollars for each kid, and some of y'all got a lot of kids, so we know y'all got a fat check. So don't be a scared to spend a dollar. <laughs> gotta let them know. Shoot, people be sent you with one dollar. That's word up. That's it. The disrespect of it all. <laughs> So y'all make sure y'all go out and look for Mikey D, stream his stuff. If somebody wants to reach out to you to get into get in contact with you to kind of do a project with you or you know work with something, um, work on something with you, how do they reach you? Oh, they could they could holler at me. They could uh, you hit me on my email, Mikey D Struction, M I K E Y D E S T R U C T I O N at gmail.com you can hit me on instagram um the real underscore mikey d that's the same thing on twitter um facebook you can hit me by my government name which is michael deering d-e-e-r-i-n-g i'm on, even on tiktok so holla at me the real mikey d the real underscore mikey d and you know you on, you on tiktok you you be you be up there doing them TikTok. Yeah, but I don't I don't do nothing. Nah, I, I I I um I just share a few video clips of videos that are real videos. I don't I don't do the. I told you I can't dance, but there's one of uh one TikTok look at her, of me and my little her. niece. She's four look, years look old. Look at this. Look look at my co-host. You on mute? Look at her coming up in here all late because she heard you say TikTok. I'm following you already. Instagram, <laughs> Facebook. I gotta get you on TikTok though. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> okay, How so you doing? Look, I'm good. They said better late than never. Chill. You want to come at the end of the show? You was a hot mess. But anyway, they know you was out running around signing checks for letters for the pen. So you know it's okay. <laughs> you know. Um. Yeah. So now that we know you on TikTok, boom. And since you came late, D. You're you're punished. So, you and Mikey D got to do a TikTok together because I need to see this. We can do oh, a collab yeah. TikTok. Which oh. one? Which one you want to do? I'm with. I'm whatever. Whatever you want to do, I'm with it. Okay, I'm gonna send it. I'm gonna send it. Um, I'm gonna think of something easy and simple. Okay, yeah. I'm in. I'm I in. like that. I like that. <laughs> But yep. anyway, y'all know we is kind of like running out of time. So make sure you guys tune into Letters from the Pen every Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Every other Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to have Mikey D back on. We're probably going to get you, Lush One, and Phantom of the Beat up here at the same time to do our music review with us. So I can start okay. making people. <laughs> Gotta be dope. Right? Yeah. And then y'all, I was going to say, we have to bring Mikey D back because I totally missed this whole entire interview so you gotta come back where I can start it from the beginning well I need a fresh okay. start anytime, <laughs> anytime, anytime y'all gonna do that TikTok and we gonna post that sucker right on Letters from the Pen oh yeah, wow. I'm, I'm in I'm in I'm gonna look for one get today your, get your dance moves together like uh, 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 start practicing your robot 
Nah, I gotta I gotta get purdy first. Once I get purdy, then we can do the TikTok. Oh, I, love it. I, gotta, I gotta comb my head and everything, you know. <laughs> anyway, y'all, we have ran out of time. We always like to go up to the end. But like I said, join us every Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on Letters from the Pan on BBS Radio, every other Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here. Check out all of our sponsors. You can go to our website, www.lettersfromthepan.com. Click on those links. Check out Kryptonitation 420 clothing line. It's a really dope clothing line. I don't smoke. I don't care if y'all do. Go buy the clothes, okay? That's all we got to say. So we're out until the next time. Peace. Can I just do one thing, 60 seconds? Give it up for my boy, Mikey D. <laughs> you missed the whole freestyle and everything. Damn. You missed you it. You coming back. You coming back. You he, coming needed back. A beat. he needed a beat and everything. I said, no, D do the beats. I don't do that. <laughs> Word up. <laughs>